0: Go to Tim Stout from Stout on Sports. Heard weekday mornings at 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. He loves the game of golf as well. How are you doing, Timmy?
1: I watched a great deal of that. I'm with you, and I like it when they all make birdies because to me there's a separate pressure in golf of having to make birdies as to those who like to see the pros struggle. If you want to see them struggle, good for you. I like to see him have to think if we're going to do anything, whether it's single or or team-wise, you have to make birdie on this hole. Plus, I love a two-man scramble. I wish, Bill, before I die, somehow the Ryder Cup or President's Cups get rid of that stupid alternate shot and put a two-man scramble in there, which the whole world plays and understands and is full of strategy. And in my opinion, it's great for the parent-child thing that they do in December in Orlando.
0: Yeah, and and I wish they would tie in more athletes. I know they do uh, the tournament. Uh, With Charles Barkley, you see Mahomes and Travis Kelsey up in Lake Tahoe, I think the American Century uh, Classic uh, in July, and they mix in some of the pros with them. I just I like when golf is different. I really do. I I get the purist out there. It's like, you know, this is the game and how we do it. But I agree with you. The alternate shot is ridiculous. And, you know, I'd like to see two-person teams, and you see some team standings, and all of a sudden it's Tiger Woods and – Justin Thomas together. Oh man, they're taking on and you 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 play eighteen holes and there's seventy two holes at a tournament. And you see if your team can go four and 3 and one, two and two, and you have standing standings, and that's your FedEx Cup Championship at the end of the year.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, in the Ryder Cup in at Oakland Hills, in my opinion, if Woods and Mickelson were paired up playing a scramble, they could have recovered from. Yeah, because that's the fun part of the whole thing. Plus, to me, there's a lot more. You know, strategy into it. But, you know, I didn't watch all, but I watched a lot of it over the two days. The one in their bill that impressed me the most, I mean, you know, look, everybody loves Charlie, but he was injured and it showed. The guy that impressed me the most in that, besides Annika's kid was Lee Trevino. To be able to play and walk around and do what he's doing in the middle 80s to me should be an inspiration for anyone in that age group that if you are committed to good health and a good outlook on life and you enjoy life or whatever, which he clearly does, I was amazed at how good he Yeah, how well he played. And like Justin Thomas said, that course was not set up, you know, to make it, you know, that if you, I've played there, that's a very nice resort course and all that. And Justin Thomas said, look, they're not setting this up to make this a brutally different. They want everybody to have a good time, which I think is really smart to do because you know what? Somebody's still going to win. You still got to get it in the hole. And the pressure to make those putts and all that, to me, is just as big when you're going for birdie than it is to avoid a double bogey. But I think, like you say, it's different. And like you say, it's great for television, I think.
0: Yeah, it was wonderful. You just said that I watched the replay uh, Sunday night and watched uh, the entire replay. Uh, let's move on talk about Ishbia buying the Suns. First thing people started talking about, well, hey, you know, he played for Izzo, he's good friends. We threw out our Bud Light Huge question of the day. Do you think Tom Izzo would ever coach for Ishbia once he takes over the Suns? How would you answer that, Timmy?
1: Well, it came up today, and it's going to come up. Those two are very, very close. They're, I mean, they're very close. And even, even if Tom doesn't want to coach beyond his current years, he could do what, in my opinion, what Danny Ainge is doing in Boston and be the president of the team. I think Tom has always had a modest soft spot for the NBA. Because I think he thinks that, you know, that that is another level. It's the greatest players in the world, so on and so forth. But his ties to Michigan State and the setup he's got here has always kept him here. Well, now he's in his upper 60s. I can't speak for him. But in my opinion, down the road, and I'm talking about short down the road, if he was ever going to warm up to something it clearly would be with Ishpia. It would get him out of this area into warm weather so he wouldn't be looking over the shoulder of Michigan State. I think that was always a hindrance around the Pistons when his name came up there just because he'd still be in State's backyard. You know, Judd got out of here. Duffy Doherty got out of here. They didn't want to be involved, but once they got out of here, I mean, again, I can't speak for Tom, nor can I speak for Ishbia. But those two are so close in so many different ways. If Tom was ever going to trust somebody to fill out the rest of his career in some capacity, my sense is Ishbia would ask him, what do you want to do? I'm, I'm not necessarily sure that he clearly want to coach, but he could be like Brad Stevens. Leaving Butler for the Celtics. I'll coach for a while and then I'll go into the front office or run the thing or whatever it is. And look, I don't want to put words in anybody's mouth, but to your point, that is naturally going to come up. It is going to come up when Ishbia takes over in Phoenix. Uh, and, and he has such a relationship with a Hall of Fame college coach, what is a natural reaction moving forward? And I think that'll be a very interesting uh, you know, story to watch play out one way or the other. Tom's made it very clear he wants to win a second national title, but all those coaches do, Bill. They all want it, and it's easy to do, as everybody knows. it, it The Big Ten hasn't had a national champion since twenty two thousand when State won it. So if you took the entire Big Ten conference, all of whom concentrate on winning a basketball, none of them have won it since 2000. So it's not like I'll stay here till I get it. I mean, he can think that way, Tom can, but you never know. And I mean, if Ishbia comes to him with something that is a godfather, it's too good to pass up, to me, it would be something Tom would have to think about in some kind of a big time capacity. And the other thing is that franchise is not a downer. You know, it's not like the Pistons, which is at the bottom of the barrel. That's a good team, and they got good young players. Blah blah blah. Again, I don't want to put words in anybody's mouth, but it's a natural thought which I first thought of the moment I saw this story break this morning.
0: So, Diane, I, I wasn't thinking so much about coaching, and I agree with you that if he would. Because the grind of coaching and, you know, you watch the mutiny you've seen uh, with Beeline and Cleveland that I think Izzo is president, you know the owner's never going to get rid of you. Never. He. You will no. be safe. You'll have, a, as long as you want to be there, uh, you will have lifetime protection with Ishbia as owner of the Suns. And I think, as I said in my opening huge opinion today, Tim, that I had heard Ishbia was looking at the Pistons. But at the end of the day, as a smart businessman, a $4 billion investment, you're going to make that in a quality, top-shelf, NBA Phoenix franchise before the Pistons. And I think Tom would look at it because if you're going to leave, if you're Tom, and I'm not putting words in his mouth either, he hasn't told me anything, you have that stud recruiting class coming in. Uh, But then, again, do you lose that recruiting class if you bolt? And then you leave Michigan State hanging Or do you tell Ishbia, hey, I'm going to run with these guys because it could be a couple, if not three, one-and-donners. It might be a year or two years, and then I'll become your president. You get settled in. Or if he knows now is the time to go, uh, he goes. I mean, because these opportunities aren't going to come along when your friend and a guy you played for is now the owner of one of the better NBA franchises in the Suns.
1: I mean, I couldn't agree more, and when you never know, it's like broadcasting, you never know when opportunity is going to strike, and you don't know if it's going to be two times down the road, three times down the road, or this is it. I mean, every coach who has success in college probably has another good recruiting class coming in, whether it's football or whatever, so it's a difficult decision, one way or the other, if you're going to leave because you feel bad about letting kids down. But you know what? It's the nature of the beast, and... In my opinion, Ishbia, if he wants him, can make him an offer he cannot refuse because money's not going to be an issue. And to your point, it's basically a lifetime contract. If Tom wants a lifetime arrangement, in that sense, he might not get it with the other NBA guys. And I agree that coaching in the NBA, that isn't necessarily the be all end all. If you wanted to do it till you decided I'm going to be president, I suppose that could be on the table, but, but clearly uh, uh, Tom's person. I mean, we've been over this over and over and over for years and years and years, but being a president or running the entire operation is because he, he, he's a businessman. He's not going to be involved as an owner with all that stuff day to day. That's not what those guys do. Even Even though they could be, you know, I mean, on top of it as a fan and so on and so forth, as some of the NBA owners are. But in my sense, Bill, if he wanted, if he wants him in my judgment he could make him an offer he cannot refuse even to the extent of just keep building on it building on it building on it even if Tom initially said no because it can just keep going up and up and up and to your point how many guys in pro sports could essentially get a lifetime guarantee yeah. you know especially at Tom's age now i don't know what Ishbia wants to do and it may never come up but it's a natural thought it's a natural thought of those two these guys have been friends forever we have an interview with Ishbia on the night that he did recently about his relationship with Izzo and when he did it he says you know when I was on the end of the bench there and ever since then I was included in all the timeouts and all the practices and he was close to me and stayed with me and Mateen did and of course he hired Mateen on United Wholesale Mortgage I don't think Matt's ever forgot that he's obviously very close to Michigan State and people say well you know would he take him away from Michigan State that wouldn't even be a factor I, I, I sooner or later Tom's going to leak sooner or later, okay? Is he going to leave because he retires? Is he going to leave because health issues might get in the way, Or is he going to leave because it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity? And I would think that would clearly be something that any coach, whether it's him or anybody else in big-time college sports, would clearly have to consider, given the relationship that he would have with an owner of a major pro team. I think it's a natural thought.
0: Tim Stout, Stout on Sports, weekday mornings, 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. You see him on TV in the Lansing State Journal. Huge show is tape delayed weeknights at 6 p.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Timmy, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, enjoy the new year, we'll talk soon.
1: Same to you, Bill, love the show, thanks for calling,
0: stay in touch. Yeah, love that guy, Tim Stout, checking in on the Meyer guest Sign and Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletic.